Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Well, Lee Lonsberry got a day off. He needed it. So in the booth, in split into two booths, if you're watching That's on right. the app. Oh, and they even moved the camera, so you can see... You can see Jason through there. I'm Mary Richards, and he's Jason Lee. You can't see the camera from where you are, Jason, but no. you look great. Okay, I'll take over. Yeah, can you see? There you go. Barely. Yeah. Ah, hey. <laughs> so we're co-hosting today, and um, this, when when we saw this, I can't remember who saw it first, but we both were like, we yeah. need this. COVID sniffing dogs. Dogs are amazing. No, you can sniff a bomb. You can sniff for, um, what do you call it, marijuana drugs. and other drugs. You can actually, you can sniff for uh, cadavers. cadavers and all kinds of things. But uh, co- uh, Rona sniffing dogs? Actually, wouldn't, wouldn't you name your dog Rona if you got one now? For sure. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play a little bit about this to get the setup here for what this is all about because uh, ABC News did a little report. Here's a report from Gio Benitez, ABC News transportation correspondent about how the dogs sniff out the virus. A traveler will swipe their skin with a wipe. It's put in a jar and in a second room, a dog will sniff it. The trainers in Finland say the dog will have an answer in just 10 seconds. The airport says preliminary tests conducted by a university research group say dogs are able to smell the virus with almost 100% certainty amazing okay uh, we, we we could do that right now right now because americans love their dogs so much that's right we could treat teach them how to smith out the rona yeah and then those people get disinvited from your party oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you are funny so this is happening in finland it's uh it's happening they're doing it uh geo spoke to another researcher studying to see if dogs uh, can detect the virus kind of looking at how it works this is another researcher doing it too We're starting to look at if dogs can detect an odor associated with COVID-19. Dr. Cynthia Otto at the University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine telling GMA earlier this year about a groundbreaking program to see if dogs could identify COVID-19. What we're trying to do is find if there is an odor, a volatile organic compound, basically, that is telling us that there is a, a difference. What we're hoping is that the dogs can figure that out. The results of that study are currently under journal review. So that's that study. But in Finland, they say it's working, it's happening, and they're able to, to me, because someone just commented, it seems like a waste of time, money, and effort. To me, it is not. How is that? It, I, I don't know. I'm not going to write them back because it came through on my watch and I don't have time. I'm, I'm, I'm hosting a show with you. They, uh, But no, maybe they have a valid point. Uh, to me, the point is, could we not get so much more quickly back to like flying they can yes. get you on the plane and you're not worried and you can uh maybe i don't know do it at the school door or like you said at your party or you can if you had one of those dogs you, it would change our lives that's no so when they say there's no time and effort or money i'm like first of all it's cheaper than a a, a, vac- a vaccine and way faster i would imagine and so much more comfortable than that big old swab in your nose absolutely so i mean there's there's a lot of att- uh, positive attributes to this now you'd have to uh train a lot of dogs obviously right yeah but I would suggest, though, that if you could uh, train 10 or 20 of them, and then you could have people just go buy them from time to time, that would be great. So I, I feel as though if by not considering this, 
we might be missing an opportunity to help ourselves. And again, since I know Americans love their dogs, yeah. everybody I know has one or two of them, uh, it seems like. So this would be great to be able to help yourself and your neighbors, because then if they ever have to worry about getting sick, you'd know. Yeah. And that chime, by the way, which I forgot to turn the button off, that chime was actually a text coming in at 57500 where they said, but animals can get the virus right. Isn't it putting the dogs at risk? I think the research is still out on Yeah, it. I, I, I got to say, okay. I don't know that if, if, if dog, I don't know that dogs get it or not. I'm not... Uh, you know, saying one way or the other, I don't remember. But they're just, I think they're they are sniffing. So they put it, if you heard that first report, he said they do a wipe, then they put the wipe in a jar. Right. And that's and the how dog they sniffs do it. the jar. Yes. So, um, and so, if the, I mean, if, and if we knew that the dog had it, we wouldn't use that particular dog. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think they, I think they recover pretty fine. Um, so this was interesting in the ABC News report. It said, um, they asked the TSA <laughs> already. Can we get this here? And they said, no, we're not training our canines to detect COVID-19. I don't want to ask yet. I mean, could we still see this? Yeah, I'm going to say yet is a better word to say that yeah. because right now it doesn't seem like a thing. But I, I, to me, if you're TSA, that'd be the first thing you want to have. Yes. Or at least if you – the airports. So, like, if you're Salt Lake City International, I mean, if you could, if there's something in the budget for a couple of those dogs, you could just have them walk around the airport willy-nilly just seeing if they can smell anything. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I mean, you know. You and I went to the airport a few years back. A couple uh, years ago. Everything yeah. blurs together yeah. in my career. But you and I were there together when they showed us their, um, was it their explosive detecting dogs? Explosive and marijuana. Oh, yeah. And they were incredible. They were. They worked so fast. Uh, those noses are just so perfect that they can be trained to sniff these things out. And why not coronavirus? And it's a variety of different dogs, too. It wasn't just yes. any particular breed. Yeah, they talked to, to us about that. I remember yeah. they were saying, you know, and different breeds might be better for different things, mm-hmm. too. Like um, your Bloodhound or your German Shepherd or your this or that. And and then they wore vests, too, like markings, like dog at work. You right, know, don't so you pet. don't want to pet them, yeah. Because they also bring in, sometimes you'll see therapy dogs. Yes. Which, I mean, what can the dog not do? This is amazing. Well, there's a reason why they're man's best friend. Yeah. Do you know what I miss so much uh, besides going to the library just in general? I miss um, Salt Lake County Library used to bring in this huge fluffy dog named like Greta. Huge. And, And little kids who are still learning to read or kind of shy about reading out loud would read to this dog. It was fantastic. Remember she, what kind of dog it was? Uh, like one of those big old ones you see in the mountains with like the uh, like Swiss an, Army. A Newfoundland like, or a, yes. a St. Bernard? Yeah, and you could pet her or you could like um, brush her hair while you read to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just loved that program. So anyway, uh, but, and I don't know too, it'd be interesting to find out if you could have like different dog or if you can only have this dog that only sniffs for coronavirus, right. you know. Well, you got to, and again, this is a, a pilot program, so you see, because- this pandemic is affecting everybody around the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, there needs to be a variety of solutions, at least leading up to a vaccine, that we can use to our advantage. And in this case, it doesn't require much more than training a dog, which most dogs love to learn anyway. And if you can find some that are more suited for it than others, then, again, this helps us. It does. And, and so in that way, it, it uh, gives a dog a job uh, and it gives us a little more uh, security. Oh, for sure. You know, to feel better. We are finally, Jason, getting, we've hit the topic that people want to okay. <laughs> text us you about. You said something about dogs. Is that what you're saying? People love this. So this is a good point someone pointed out because we have, we have had coronavirus around, actually. And she says, mm-hmm. or he or she, thank you for texting. Dogs have been vaccinated for a different COVID strain for years. They've got a vaccine. Let's get us people one, by the way. Well, but, I mean, so obviously there must be something different in the dog yeah. make, uh, chemical, make, biological yeah. makeup. Yeah. So if that's the case, though, I mean... So now that's the to the question before. If, if they don't get it, we can we can avoid them from getting some forms of it anyway. Yeah. I mean, because uh, this coronavirus, the whole SARS thing, it's uh, SARS COVID. Yes, SARS COVID. Et cetera. So in that way, 
we can work toward finding a vaccine, and until then, we can use these animals to help us. Yeah. And, and I mean, gosh, I, I just don't see a, a huge downside. Seems like a win-win. This is a great message. Football mascot. We can now play football. Why not if we had COVID-sniffing dogs at the at the stadium or among the team? Just have them walk in. Uh, well, they're going to have to get over all the, well, if you're in the pro uh, games, the beer smell. Oh, right, 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 right. A lot of bit well, overwhelming I mean, stuff going on. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another texter says, they always pull me aside and interrogate or frisk me every time I take Twizzler bites on a plane. I can't figure it out. They smell something in the Twizzler smell? bites. Oh, the dogs do. Maybe. Or maybe, oh. it's, maybe it's through the Or uh, security. maybe they just want your Twizzlers the and they're just telling you, hey, dude, give me some of that. Mm. <laughs> oh, hey, I see those through the x-ray machine. <laughs> Let's just pull you aside and have a little chit-chat. Uh, another texture. I need to confiscate these. Yeah, I'm just going to need to take these. So sorry. <laughs> this is the best day. Uh, another texter says, the most amazing thing about these COVID-sniffing dogs is that they can detect it even if a person is asymptomatic. That, to me, is now groundbreaking. We're on to something. Because that's where I see a lot of people yes. worried about the asymptomatic spreaders. And can they or can't they? And what's the danger there? If a dog could find out, that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, look, we use dogs to help uh, people who are, suffer from seizures. Sure. We, uh, and other ailments. This is just another opportunity to use their, uh, their talents their, uh, you know, natural given abilities to help us. And again, if you know most dogs, especially working dogs, they love having a job. Oh, yeah. And if you get them to do this, they, that's just more fun for them. They love their toy as their reward. Absolutely, as their reward. You find them that, and you just do it. That'd be great. Yep. So, you know, we're going to have to uh, get out of here pretty soon and take a break. But what I want to mention to folks is that uh, when we come back, we have eventually, we're going to talk about Mary's favorite subject, that is <laughs> Halloween and how we can make Halloween safe during the world of COVID. This is Live Mike. She's Mary. I'm Jason. This is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.